What's up, legends? On this episode of the podcast, I had an awesome conversation with Maddie Burnside and Nick Rutman of Rutman Burnside Realty Group. We had a really honest, hilarious, and insightful conversation about their approach to small-town entrepreneurship. You'd be hard-pressed to find two people as dialed into their goals as they are humble about their small-town success. So I know you all are really going to get a lot of value and enjoyment from listening to this one. Also, I wanted to share about a really cool upcoming event coming this week. Uh, Last episode of the podcast, we had David Kilroy to talk about the Cricker Innovation Hub. And this Thursday, the Hub is hosting a virtual speaker series event called The Future of Craft Beer in Southern Ohio with the Portsmouth the Brewing Company, Sixth Sense, uh, Morning Dew Hot Farms, and even Jackio's, which is a really big craft brewing hitter. And so super excited to see that they'll be a part of the event. If you want to hear from these local brewing legends, plan to join them virtually Thursday at 5.30 p.m. You can get more info about this virtual event on the Innovation Hub Facebook page. That is Thursday at 5.30. Visit uh, Cricker Innovation Hub on Facebook to learn more and hear a lot about the uh, entrepreneurial journey and just all the the business and logistics that go into creating tasty treats like Bernie G. And of course, every single episode of this has been made possible by Glockner Enterprises. They're a huge part of the good things that are happening here in Portsmouth. So if you or anyone you know is ready to make a vehicle purchase, make sure they visit glockner.com to get started. Enjoy the episode. Bernard Glockner died in 1876. It is recalled that the funeral cortege was the largest ever seen in the city. This is the Local Legends Podcast. We're live on the Local Legends Podcast. This is episode 27. I'm sitting here with Maddie Burnside and Nick Rutman. Welcome. Hi, Connor. Hi, Connor. <laughs> How are you? Great. How are you all? Good. Good. Uh, tell us who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Nick Rutman, and I'm a realtor and co-owner uh, of Rutman Burnside Realty Group. I'm Maddie Burnside, and I am co-owner with Nick and broker of Rutman Burnside Realty Group. Nick, Maddie, the first thing our listeners would notice if they find your Rutman Burnside Realty Group on Facebook is that your your banner very boldly states, we sell Southern Ohio. Uh, and, and I'll be the first to say, I, I really love the direction you're taking with that messaging because it gets so specific. Um, I think it applies a lot of confidence in the area you're serving and then certainly makes it known exactly where your main interest lies. Um, but what is it about your partnership as co-owners and your journey as entrepreneurs that has led you to that message? We grew up in this area, so we're familiar with um, Sido County. Mm. I think you, it would be probably easy to expand the business outside of Sido County, mm-hmm. go into Lawrence, go into Adams, Pike, but we're not familiar with the area. So we, we know this area, we know the people of this area. So I think instead of stretching ourselves so thin, let's just do our area and do really well within our area. Mm, absolutely. And I think like a big mistake that it seems to, and it's certainly myself, when you first kind of get in that entrepreneurial mindset, you kind of want to appeal to everybody, but then you end up appealing to nobody. Sure. Like you end up becoming. Sure. So yeah. it, it is really cool um, that you all are just, it is kind of like a leap of faith. Like we have complete confidence in our ability to serve this area well. Um, did you picture yourselves like at what point did 
this vision, which I'm sure looks a lot different now than it did when you started, how did this all begin? Well, we were both selling real estate. Um, we had been for, what, four years, I think? Yeah, and right around there. It kind of just worked out to where we decided to branch out on our own, and um, we had bought the office that we're in now, so there's a perfect space for us. And, mm. um, our oldest brother sells real estate, and so three of the four of us are in real estate. Oh, wow, just yeah. natural. <laughs> when I first graduated from college, I um, was a a loan officer for a mortgage company in Lexington, Kentucky. So that mm -hmm. first got my real estate kind of wheels turning. Sure. Um, so it's, I love real estate. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and I think it's important, um, for people not to disqualify like fields like this before they at least like taste what the opportunity is. I'd love like I, Tim Glockner told me like nobody wakes up and wants or like grows up as as a kid and wants to be a car salesman, sure. right? right? It's like sure. not a thing. Yeah. Um, so Same I, with real estate. yeah, yeah, far yeah. Uh, like firefighter, police officer, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know there is like so much to explore. There are creative fields like so very rewarding like getting to work with people in your community right yeah so um, did you all i mean i'm sure you just learned from each other like when when you got in the industry you just started oh our oldest brother ryan got his license first mm. so he's a couple years ahead of both of us yeah but then we pretty much got our licenses same time. about the same you started time classes before i did and then uh, i graduated from shawnee and didn't know what the heck i was gonna do like you, like you said, no one like wakes up like I'm gonna be a realtor today or a car salesman. I didn't. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to our brother Ryan about it, and um, he, I, it just sounded like it was all the things that I liked mixed into one career, and it's been a good fit. I yeah. love it. Yeah. It never feels like work. It never uh, feel like you, one work. <laughs> you never have the same day twice. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly that's, right. That's an awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Yes. So uh, on the last episode of the podcast, David Kilroy and I got into this a little bit because he was talking about all uh, the tech grants and things that are becoming available to Scioto County. Uh, you know, social media is obviously a far from perfect tool, but you can definitely get the social climate on understanding better the social climate. For the longest time, I, I think I saw a lot of people uh, having family here that always talked about getting away from Scioto County, yep. like getting away from Southern Ohio. That's where, that's where the opportunity was. But as David's talking about these huge tech grants and all these resources that we have and these companies that are like, we're, we're ready to give you this, all this money. You just need to pull 10 entrepreneurs out of your back pocket. Uh, mm -hmm. it, we start to realize it's more of like a personal development. Mm -hmm quest right that we need to kind of change and be able to be creative enough to find the opportunities to succeed here it's not that uh portsmouth itself doesn't have the capacity so where do you feel you've grown in in your journey and is there anything specifically that you can identify that's really helped you grow your business like as what what things have changed in you as you've been doing this well just since i started i've had four kids so i mean becoming where it was just like me and Jeremy before and then becoming a mother and mm. um, learning how to evolve with building a family at the same time. And yep. I think that's been an interesting journey in its own. But um, gosh, that's a good question. Do you have any? I think, <laughs> I think well, we kind of stated it earlier. Coming out of the gates, you want to be the best realtor in the whole world. Yeah. And, yeah. and, yeah. and sure, yeah. sure. And you want to sell in everywhere. But I think... 
uh, zeroing in on your sweet spot, identifying it, have the uh, the confidence to roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not second guess and, you know, Knowing re- who you are. Re- real estate is up and down. Mm. Having the confidence when it's down a little bit that you're on the right you're on the right path and doing things the right way, mm. um, I think helps us, helps us. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I, I think you're identifying two things there that are really resonate with. I mean, Aubrey and I only have one kid at the moment, but it certainly pushes you personally. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Like yeah. you start to yes, experience that emotional sure. development. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as I've like, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it is funny. It seems like, you, you ever have coworkers or any point in your life, whatever job you are working, that they're having a problem at work or they're underperforming, and it's like almost always something that's going on at home. Yeah. Yep. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah. So yeah. how do we like, yeah. uh, I, we, like corporate America has this really bad habit of making these things like separate, but you all are, are siblings, and so you obviously like that yeah. dynamics in your business all the time. Sure. Yeah. So does that uh, change things? Like, where do you where do you find that family relationships been a strength? Jeremy says it best. He says that Nick and I um, are like a yin and yang. <laughs> like, we have different um, specialties, dif- different skills, but they feed off of each other really well. Mm. Um, and, but we also know each other really well and where it might be awkward to go to a coworker that you have only known for a short amount of time yeah. to talk to. That might be awkward where Nick and I, we communicate well. Um, we didn't like each other when we were little. No. <laughs> so there's really like nothing we can't say. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's already been said. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I think there is something to be said about like, the reason families win, yeah. like the people like yeah. the, the Glockners that have this multi-generational family vision, yeah. is you really can say more. I mean, if the relationship's good, you can yeah. have sure. a hard conversation. Sure, right? you can. Why yeah. aren't we growing? And then there's something else yeah. tying you than like, you can't just go get another brother, yeah. metaphorically. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. um, so yeah. it, it just, just adds this element of, of loyalty in the relationship that I think is really cool. Sure. Yeah. I think with with siblings, there's you never run into a point where there's like a with each other. There's never like a, con, a conflict of interest or a conversation where you have where I don't have her best interests in mind. Mm. I'm just right. only looking out for myself. Yeah, it's always a yeah. collaborative conversation. Yeah, mm. so that everyone you know, especially the yeah, best everyone. interest thing like yeah. that that takes a long time yeah. to develop yeah. between yeah. co-workers so you right. kind of have like that core piece built already in. And you've got yeah. built in from day one with yeah. siblings yeah um and even i mean you see it it's really cool what just with portland specifically i mean not to generalize but thinking of like specific families like the malts that have this gener this like uh you know generational business that they keep passing down yeah. like it's just cool to see um these successes translate sure yeah um, but let's let's get uh, to bring as much value to the listeners as possible. I want to learn a little bit more about your guys' specific experiences getting into, um, like, you know, starting Ruttenberg Side. Do you guys remember, like, the first few deals, like, uh, you know, what you were doing when your venture together started and then what it looks like now? Do you want... Just sit. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, share a little maybe. bit of behind the scenes of uh, like those first couple of deals. What what you felt, what the Portsmouth market was like then. Um, maybe like the thoughts and feelings you had getting into the game initially. I mean, I 
I think it was kind of like a natural progression for us because we come from a long line of business owners. Um, I mean, I don't think any of us employ well. <laughs> I think we all like to be our own boss. So yeah, I think yeah. it was really just a matter of time before it happened. <laughs> We're being honest. I mean, what the one dude tell dad? I don't take direction that. real well. <laughs> he has. He told dad that he loved all four of his kids, and we were all very highly unemployable. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> our younger sister at the time, um, she's an independent contractor doing hair. So I mean, none mm. of us had bosses at one point in time. It's like, do you see the theme here? <laughs> yeah, it is like a. <laughs> Entrepreneurs are, the, that's funny that it, you feel like it kind of runs in the family. Yeah. It runs in the family for, for sure. sure. Were you guys yeah. like, uh, were you good in school? Were you like, you know what I mean? Like, like academically? Or yeah, like yeah. Behavioral. Okay. Um. <laughs> I was decent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, did it like, the, did the subjects interest you? Like anything like that? You don't know. Um, I wish I knew then what I do now. Yeah, <laughs> in particular that. subjects, because uh, I was no, I mean I wasn't real. Yeah, I was a good student, but I wasn't real into. Yeah, the. It's funny that we're academic side of school. Sure, yeah. yeah. We were just talking about this with me because my second daughter is obsessed with sight words right now. I mean, it's like eat, sleeps, breathe, breathes them. It's all she thinks about. She loves to learn. That's and awesome. My mom mentioned that I love to learn. And I actually, I am kind of nerdy in that way. I like to learn, but um, I, I was an average student for sure. I didn't go yeah. above and beyond. <laughs> mm. Well, I just feel like I see that trend all the time that people that are like maybe more uninterested in like the the uh, standard or like standard educational system. Yeah. Uh, like have crazy strengths in other things like entrepreneurship, which is a completely different skill set. Yeah. Like. You can't, a teacher, person can't really teach you that right. necessarily. Don't. Sure. Like teach you how to take a risk. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't yeah. really translate. Yeah. 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 It's true. It's either part of your personality or it's not. Sure. The risk taking and yeah. But like the, come the, some of the cool examples on past episodes, like really enjoyed to talking to Susan O'Neill recently and talking, listening to her say, you know, how different Market Street was then, that she was one of the first businesses here before sure. everything, uh, like everybody started like pulling together. Um, do, do you feel that difference in the market when you started now? And did you feel like what's happening now was possible or what were your, what were your thoughts and feelings? Um, Gosh, it's hard to remember back to what the market when we first got into it was kind of infested with foreclosures, remember? Mm. From 2007. So there was a yeah. lot of um, that going on and people were leery. And so there's a lot more of that. I remember when I got my real estate license, I told someone I was getting it and they said, why? Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. 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 Um, like, why would you do that? No one asks that question anymore. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it is it, it, coming off of 0708. There was the market was still recovering mm -hmm. from the the mortgage meltdown. Um, so that was roughly when we started. Yeah. So now it's recovered. I mean, now is a crazy time because it's, sure. the market's recovered. Mm. But now we're going through this COVID thing, and interest rates are two and a half, three percent. Mm -hmm. So the market didn't dip; it took off. Mm. So it's. 
it's different. It's quite a bit different than it was when we yeah. first started. Oh yeah, absolutely. But did like the the point I'm trying to make is that it's difficult to get into kind of these or like assume risk like this and be positive about risk if if you're not able to kind of bear the ups and downs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure, sure you've seen uh, uh, being in the market as long as you have now, like you're familiar with that, yeah, right? Correct. change. Real estate is filled with peaks and valleys. I mean, and all kinds of different, big picture, small picture, your business is surrounded by peaks and valleys. You've got, you'll be working with all buyers and you work these files, you get all these buyers and then they all close at the same time. And then, mm. you know, I mean, and then you don't have anything, and then you have to go back at it. And I mean, that's just so you have five. Ending. You have five deals, and they all close at once. You should be happy because you got paid. But it's really like, oh crap! No, <laughs> no I got all my do deals closed. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So you can't. Yeah. Uh, it's you really. Uh, you know, every day you've got to be yeah. organized, and you've got to follow up. You've got to call back. Yeah. Mm. Uh, backup you've got to answer clients. emails. You've got to. You, it's. You have to do it every day. Sure. Yeah. And there's a, yeah, that consistency is like the biggest part. You can't just, uh, when things are going well, you can't, you can't accelerate and when sure. things are, are yeah. or get lazy. Yeah. And yeah. then when yeah. some people, it just, people just react differently. Like some people, when things dip, they kind of like uh, take off and step up to the challenge. Sure. And other people get real discouraged, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Do you guys have, have advice for maybe like a first time entrepreneurs trying to get into it, whether it's real estate or automotive or uh, another business here locally or cities like ours, like how um, how they kind of like what mindset should be the, be and what would your key steps be uh, or what were they to kind of like build your portfolio of people to work with? Don't dis don't get discouraged. Don't let people discourage you because like. Nick just said, you know, people would ask, why are you going into real estate? Well, Nick knew it was the right move for him. And if he had listened mm. to those people, you know, so, yeah. um, follow your heart and what you know that you'll be good at and what you can accomplish and work your butt off every single day. Mm. And when that, a hard thing, I think, for an entrepreneur is they think you can set your own hours. Well, yeah, you can, but you should get up at 8 o'clock every morning and you should mm. be in the office and you should be there until... Five o'clock, if you can. I mean, work a normal day yeah. and have set hours for yourself, and don't just fly by the seat of your pants because mm-hmm. you'll regret it. It's funny because the schedule thing—you, you, you do have like the freedom to make your own schedule. The people mm-hmm. listening can't see my air quotes, <laughs> <laughs> but really, when you have the freedom to make your own schedule, you really schedule around everyone else. Mm. Yeah. So you yeah. really kind of don't. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you know, yeah. So it's yeah. it's kind of a give and take with the schedule, but when you're in this kind of but, service business, right, you have to right, keep them right. in line. You, you, yeah, you you do it when they need you to do it. Yeah. So, um, but you know, back to Maddie's point, you it's a consistent daily routine. Yeah. Of you know, the grind. Hmm. Yeah. I also, I mean, I know I struggle with this figuring out when to when you're in this kind of mindset. It's difficult to figure out like when to turn it off or when you do are trying to coordinate around client schedules, right? Mm-hmm. How do you guys find find that balance? Do you think you've gotten better at it, or like you know what I mean? Was it? Uh, well, it's changed yeah. because now we have all these kids. Yeah, that's <laughs> so the, yeah. they are it's, a factor. It's yeah. different, yeah. you know. When we first started, yeah, let's you know any time, but it's yeah, it's because you know. Her kids have activities, and my kids have activities, and 
Uh, we're both involved in those activities. We're both mm. involved with the schools, and you know, so we all have. Yeah. We're we're pulled, but you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be um, available when when they need you. So mm. just do your best. I always say that I'll work twenty four hours a day, Monday through Friday, so that I can go to Saturday morning ball games. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll show you a house at eight thirty at night. That's perfectly fine. Wow, but yeah. yeah, I need to be able to go to ball games on Saturday morning. I'm, you know, mm. I'm, I don't, I don't miss that. So, um, I think it's interesting to see because I used to run myself ragged when I first started mm-hmm. um, on all these appointments, and I don't know if it's like a, a consideration that people have for us because we do have kids, yep. or if they. I feel like almost our generation, they don't want to spend their Saturdays looking at 15 houses. Anymore. I mean, <laughs> I think that people used to like to do that. or I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just different. I mean, I don't get asked to show properties on Saturday very often. Yeah. Unless it's someone out of town and they're here for the weekend. So I think yeah. that's interesting how our generation um, just does things differently. No, absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah. you think they're content with like, I mean, obviously there's more media available right. for them to look at on yeah. the old sure. website and yeah. things sure. like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a time where uh, open houses were a big thing. Mm. Yeah. And I, I see at a certain point in time where that was very beneficial. Mm. But now, you know, people can lay in bed at 2.30 in the morning, pull yeah. up their phone and go through your listings. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they can... Isn't that funny? I see a lot of shopping behavior, like like from the <laughs> yeah. analytics on our site, people yeah. that are like shopping at 2, 3 a.m. when yeah. they can't sleep. Can't sure. Sleep. Can't you know? sleep, yeah. So, you know, open house. So, really, a lot of buyers don't want to go through 10 or 12 houses anymore. Yeah. Mm. They, they can, they can go through online and, yeah. you know, mark off things they do or do not like or want or, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. So, it's... That's definitely you know, changed. I think they have a lot more access. What's that? I think that's changed since we started. I, th- I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and C.S. Lewis, like, has this quote that I try to keep readily available in my mind Everything but he talked he says is golden man i know i know <laughs> smarter people than us that's that's who I'm. but like it's it's cool i think uh kids in a corporate environment which is uh you know maybe what we have and is an advantage in a small town is because we're all so tight-knit right close together uh our like families are often part of the businesses we uh like have this more collaborative mindset just by default like what C.S. Lewis says is like kids aren't uh, I mean they're not like a distraction from the work they are the most important work right Um, so especially I mean I only have one so I'm not even I'm barely in the game (laughs) 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 almost do but uh, like all of kind of becomes like a fail safe for our like work uh, rest schedule you know what I mean they kind of uh, if you just kind of embrace that it's it's a cool thing yeah Yeah. it really is a cool thing yeah I also like uh, what you said about Nick when it comes to the uh, comes to the uh, like getting into real estate Mm -hmm. you didn't focus on what other people said you focused on what was right for you right Mm -hmm. if you if you didn't like what you were doing, you probably wouldn't still be doing it, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a huge mindset shift. Yeah. 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 As long as you can see yeah. uh, the merit or the, the market is available, then it, it really does become a right for you game right. to do this long term. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And the market is so dependent on the individual. Mm. It really ties back to the daily consistency. 
Yeah. Of if just being diligent, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I would say that's probably true in any market. Because if you are diligent, you're going to work your way to the top. Yeah. If, if you're doing the things daily and consistently, the natural progression is that you would go float in that direction. So mm. I think if you have that, then, you know, the pressure's on you. you sure. Know, you're on yeah. your own, the pressure's on you. So, yeah. Um, one of the most it's the one of the most unsettling and helpful certainly most productive thoughts is like we're actually in more control of of these things than we act, we put on right it's sure. like all oh, the market's bad we're yeah, in a right. pandemic yeah, <laughs> exactly. sure. you can really just start laying down real quick sure. you know sure. yep yep Absolutely. Yeah. Have you all seen uh, your business change since? I know you mentioned a little bit about the rates, but can you take us on the the Rutman Burnside Corona economy <laughs> journey here? What happened when it hit, and like, uh, how have you guys changed since it started? Like, yeah. Well, the weird thing about it was, I mean, the kids were out of school, and you can't. I mean, the news has you scared to death, and you don't want to have a babysitter come in your house and then Mm. we don't want to have our parents come over because they're in the age range that's most danger or most susceptible and so um you really just what do you do (laughs) take all your kids on the (laughs) first showing stayed home yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean you gotta stay home maddie was pregnant again yeah yeah (laughs) so but yeah i mean the news has you scared to death so we yeah you know we took we probably for six or eight weeks didn't yeah. Didn't work a whole lot. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there were people wanting to do, make some moves. And, sure. Um, we were, we were leery for sure, especially like Nick said, I was pregnant and so I didn't want to take any risks, but there were still a lot of people that weren't comfortable getting in somebody's home and looking around and mm. vice versa. Um, mm. So, I mean, a lot, everybody just hunkered down. A sure. Around, I think. Yeah. So. I feel like I, I yeah. learned a lot about myself in, in like the rest periods, you know? Uh, yeah. Especially when they're not that long in between, like, uh, you know, one day from the next. Uh, I have a bad habit sometimes of just staying in my own head and not embracing the rest or, like, uh, yeah. spending that, like, conscious time with my family. Yeah. Did you did yeah. you all learn a lot about yourselves in, like, that couple-month period? Um, that I probably needed to be a better parent because my kids were nuts. <laughs> oh they just turned Jeez. on a different switch when yes. you were at home all like, the time. Man, you were insane. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel real great either. So. Well, my kids are older, so we could just send them outside. Yeah, yes. yeah, there yeah. you go. Go outside. How, how old are yours for the record in your show? Uh, mine are 11, 8, and 5. Mine are 6 and a half, 5, 2 and a half, and 3 months. Man. Yep. And so, like, getting back into, like, school and everything like that, I know that's, like, another additional challenge that I'm lucky to not have to deal with at the moment. But I hear that a lot from, from parents. How are you all balancing that? I sang hallelujah when they went back to school. <laughs> it was – everybody needed it. And Nick and I are the same. We both are very routine and very structured. And We do the same things every morning. We do you? And we oh, just do Wait a minute. Do you have time. a morning routine? Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. we got to hear the morning we routine. Oh, yeah. We fold our clothes the same way. We fold our clothes the same way. We just found this out. That's awesome. <laughs> we do all, all the same things. So what? The kids get out the door to school. Nick and I pretty much – Clean up our homes behind them. Fluff our pe- all the pillows. Make in the, the beds. Do the, the dishes. Beds, yeah, yeah. Catch up on laundry. Rotate the laundry. Work yeah. out. <laughs> work out. Yep. Yep. Do, sit at the computer for a little bit. 
we pretty much do all the. That's fantastic. I actually have a thing I do because I make the beds and do the dishes and laundry. I actually do like certain exercises when I'm making the beds. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the first stage. And then, like, the second group of exercises come during this activity. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It. But we do the same thing. Yep. yep. I think there's, there's real power in the morning routine. I literally yep. love to hear, like, what people are doing. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. So we got it back when they went back to school. For sure, it made things easier. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, you also, also have, like, a beautiful building that y'all work out of. And uh, a lot, like... What made you pick that one? Can you talk a little bit about the renovation process? I just think it's so cool to like repurpose these kind of things and not just set off, set up in like an office max or something, you know? Yeah. Well, when we were looking at buildings, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks I own it too. And I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually was, it was a Saturday and I was um, showing houses and Jeremy called me and said, get the keys to that old Calvary Baptist church. And I was like, I do not want to work today. I don't want to go pick up keys. And so finally he talked me into it, and um, he he had a vision for that building that I actually did not have. Um, mm. So I I was against it at first, and then I came around, and I couldn't see us anywhere else. It's a perfect yeah. fit for our business. And, yeah. Um, the room to grow. What's What's amazing is when we bought that building, I was like, look at all this space and all this square footage. I mean, he's already busting out of the seams, I think. Yeah. yeah. It already is. Yeah. So that's been kind of crazy. I never dreamed that would happen. But, yeah, it's a cool building. It, it, it absolutely is. One of my favorite things, like uh, Tim Wolf or something that stuck with me that he told me is, like, um, I mean, we have to be aware of that, that what makes Portsmouth special is like some of these buildings or, or all of these buildings, like you can't find it anywhere else. So we kind of have to protect that, like yeah. uh, that unique thing about us. You know what I mean? So sure. I think that yeah. those renovation projects are like a huge part of maintaining Portsmouth culture. Sure. Yeah. It makes the, it's twice as hard, twice as expensive and <laughs> probably just starting from scratch, but it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It. No, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. a huge investment. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything that can go wrong will, and mm-hmm. but you roll with it. Yeah, because it's worth it. <laughs> mm. Let's talk about a little bit. I mean, you you all both you guys have a, a team of people at this point uh, that you you work with, which would be like Sean Beamer. I know, yep. like running uh, media. Who else yep. is a part of uh, Rutman Burnside? His wife takes our pictures. Sean does our. Kendra takes our pictures. Marketing, and we do the selling. So. Awesome. We've kept it, and um, a couple of things that we, we have said so far in the podcast remind me of our mission statement, which from the very beginning we start out, it was never our goal to be bigger, only mm. better. And mm. so we've kept things small and um, hoped to stick out as being the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we never yeah. had ambitions to be a big yeah. big office. It's just not yeah. something that we're striving for. We're, yeah. We're yeah. good with it being the little... Yeah, family business. We'd even call Beamer part of the family at this point. <laughs> we would. How long Sean been with you at this point? I was trying to think of that today because we were talking back to Point Portsmouth. I mean, it's been, I think, two years. Two this years. Fall. Mm. Two years, maybe. I think, yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that is, that is awesome that you all have that self-awareness of like what you want. And that's a key part of Mm -hmm. how your business is built. Right. I think people get too focused on what other people tell you your business should be, which I'm sure you get lots of advice about all the things you should do. Right. When we first opened up, we would have, I had a couple people say, Nick, your, your sign's too small. Can't read it. (laughs) And I said, but you know it's my sign. <laughs> because it's the one you can't so read. something's working. <laughs> That's so, awesome, man. The branding's working somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. The sign or the white or the blue and gold. I don't know what it is. You know it's mine. But you knew it was me. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, no, I, lo- I love that you all seem so self-aware of, of what you want out of the business. And um, I, I really like this quality over quantity. Yeah. Sure. yeah, that's exactly that's like what local's yeah. about, right? Sure. Yeah. Like you should be able yeah. to know the people better if right. you're right, you know, if you live next door to them. Yeah. Makes a lot of yeah. Sense. yeah. Um, what is it, I guess, about uh, what you do, like what gets you up, uh, what gets you up in the morning? You know what I mean? Like kids. what? Kids. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest. <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> well, we start there. We start yeah. right there. Oh, my Lord. This fire to get up every day and go sell houses. <laughs> Yep. When in actuality, it's the three-year-old. Yeah. Yep. Every Friday night, I'm like, boys, you get to sleep in tomorrow. <laughs> no. I know. 6.50, Saturday Same. morning. What are you guys doing? Gosh, you can sleep. I know. It's annoying. But, so, other sorry. Than, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> I really like the practical approach here. <laughs> well, when you're in charge of your destiny, I mean, you got to get up and... Um, hit the ground running every morning mm. no matter what wakes you up yeah um if you want to keep a roof over your head and food on the table for your kids you know um yeah you gotta work hard there's no fallback yeah if it yeah if it goes south it's it's on you sure yeah. the pressure's on you so yeah um i like that pressure i do too i enjoy it yeah um but it's pressure yeah. yeah, for sure. Do you, do you feel like you you've managed the pressure better? Like as times went on here, like uh, I don't, I don't know. Do you think it's something you can learn, or obviously a little bit of that's like in you already, and that's why you guys took the leap in the first place. But like, how have you adapted that? Because I know I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I think the pressure. You know the pressure because we grew up in a self-employed household, so we we know the pressure is mm-hmm. there. So we anticipated that, mm-hmm. but I think. The pressure kind of, it never all the way relieves itself, but as you can dial in, like we talked about earlier, dial in on your specialty, what you're good at, Mm. have a plan, be able to execute it, have confidence in the plan and the execution, it's, it kind of relieves a little bit of the, like the pressure Mm -hmm. of it and you just go Go run around. Just I mean, cer- certainly, without saying you're just you've been, you're more effective than when you started this venture. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Yes. Yep. And you learn as you go that they're how to deal with things, and you've been there before, and you've done it, and you've dealt with it. Yes. You know how to in the future. They don't have a list in uh, real estate school classes <laughs> of all the situations. No, they do not. They're gonna that are gonna come up. And sure. You've got to. There's a new one every day. You gotta. <laughs> It, you know, when, yeah. you, when you feel your way through it for the first time, you're like, there's two or three lessons here I can figure out. And the next time it happens, I know how to apply it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you gotta, you just gotta do it to get to that point. 
do you all, like it sounds like with the morning routine and everything, you guys are, are pretty organized people, but did you start as organized people? We are hyper organized. Oh my gosh. There's, no, there's nothing better than a spreadsheet. <laughs> I organize my, I'm currently at my house. I'm organizing my organization. You yeah. Know what? That's like for real. We, <laughs> our kids go to Notre Dame, so they have uniforms. Yeah. So they never have to pick out what they're wearing in the morning, but their clothes tend to just end up in a laundry basket all wadded sure. up. Sure. Yesterday I bought hangers, and I hung them all. Yeah, all the shirts. Five shirts for the five-year-old, five for the eight-year-old, five for the eleven-year-old, and hung all their pants accordingly. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It's just the stuff we do. Sure. I'm organizing the playroom right now and labeling. I've been watching the home edit, which, by the way. If you watch the, have you watched the home edit? Mm-mm, I mean, no. that, I was doing that stuff before they were like a thing, <laughs> and I'm really, really mad. Wait, tell me what that is. Like the home edit, they go into people's houses and they like organize their refrigerator, playrooms, closets. I mean, color coordinated closet. I've been doing that since I was like six years old. <laughs> I've been color coordinating my closet. I mean, that's just a giveaway. Give I mean, away. you don't what you have to color coordinate. It's like closet. everybody does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're right, making best-selling books off of that. Why didn't I think of that? Like I, fa- I face cool. all the labels out of my beer fridge. Do you? <laughs> yeah, we're. I mean, yeah. Yeah, front face. You guys are awesome. We're crazy. That that's a part of me that I've definitely had to like curate. It doesn't yeah. come naturally. My yeah. wife's gonna like laugh as she yeah. hears this book. <laughs> but no, I I think it, and especially with the digital tools you're talking about, <laughs> spreadsheets. Like Jim Donnelly talks about all the time, how he was like it was just a disaster accounting on paper versus like oh um, I can't even sure. imagine Google. Yeah, and I think that's something that my generation doesn't necessarily. Uh, have the advantage of is we don't know how easy we have it with digital tools yeah. you know yes uh, even drawing manually like i was young enough to draw, like when i started drawing i was drawing manually yeah. versus uh yeah versus what i do on digital which is much faster and, and saves easier. a lot of trees you, yeah it does save a lot of trees <laughs> yeah, for sure but just part of that manual process i mean um and maybe even like speaking to you all childhood you said you grew up in a self-employed household mm-hmm. so what do you think your family like instilled in you that led to your success now um i think there's a lot of things but yeah where do you start <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure it's got yeah. a broad reaching yeah. but the first I mean, things that kind of pop out to you yeah i mean i think self-accountability is the biggest one yeah. Mm. Or one of yeah up there. Well, that's a big one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, yeah, it's it's on you know the pressure's on you. It's on you. Mm. You can't defer to anybody else. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, there's you have kids and you know wife and husband and there's no uh, there's no way out. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's you on can't you. Give so, up. yep, for sure. Yep, that is kind of it's kind of freeing when you like. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of people trapped in avoiding accountability all the time. Mm-hmm. Which right. not that we all can't find ourselves in that Correct. reality occasionally. Right. Yeah. But I love. Uh, like Tim told me this story because I've gotten the same answer. But like uh, he said, he was like talking to Andy at one point in time when he was real young, like when he first started managing the Honda Toyota store, and said like, "Hey, I'm you know trying trying to move. What a up my like a uh, up my bag, like make a little bit more money." And then he's like, "Great, just sell more cars." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then sell more cars. It's yeah. so good. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like it does throw all the accountability back on you. So you need those kind of yeah. core people yeah. in your life that uh that you know 
hold you to a standard. Or... Sure. I was just talking to Dad last night. He was asking how many of his stores I had worked in. So I was naming off the stores of his that I worked in. Mm-hmm. The very first one was Country Store Foods in Lucasville. And mm. I was, I just got my driver's license. And he made me go through the interview process with the manager out there. Like, I wasn't just going to get the job because my dad owned the store. Like, I yeah. had to be interviewed. He wanted me to go through that process. Mm. Um, and... You know, working for your dad, you might also think it'd be like an easy thing to do. No, he was harder on us than everybody else. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't pay me for a while, um, and I remember. No, he did. He didn't. I can't remember how that went. I remember my papa sat me down like, "You're lucky. You're getting paid. I didn't pay my kids because he was. And, uh, <laughs> he was a business yeah. owner too, and uh, I was like, "Geez, that's rough." <laughs> I felt like spoiled because I was getting paid five dollars an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. said you were said the like what general store was it that he? Um, uh, country store foods in Lucasville it was the grocery store, gas station. Oh, awesome! Yeah, we all it, worked, and he had gas stations throughout the area, yeah. and we all cleaned the public restrooms and cleaned the parking lots and wiped down gas tanks and. We had to hose off the parking lots every summer. Yeah. A big parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have like power yeah. washer extensions. You're like hosing all the rock and debris, and yeah. you know how black top like turns into the gravel. After yeah, like, yeah. Hosing that it took yeah. all week. Yeah, sure. You know, which and we don't get our neuroticness from nowhere. I mean, we get it from partly from him. So. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he had high expectations for cleanliness. Yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it, so- it sounds like he was really just like setting you up for success right because you you knew you're gonna know exactly how hard it can be right yeah i mean uh, don't tell him we know <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah. yeah that's awesome well that's it that's definitely a great service i mean even yeah. like all the guys that are running the dealerships now like a lot of them uh were in the detail bay you know what i mean yeah. They were, yeah. like washing cars and yeah there's no i mean there's no bad job necessarily it's just it's good to understand uh like where you yeah i mean i know my mom i remember mom saying to me i don't care if you decide to be a garbage man for the rest of your life as long as you're good at it mm. and i thought that i always remembered her saying that to me I yep. that was pretty cool yeah like if, as long as you take pride in it and you're good at it be whatever you want sure <laughs> yep. but yeah and i think what's What's really cool about like the last five years in, in Portsmouth, which not that Portsmouth doesn't have like a long history of, of excellence, because it, it does. There's like so many amazing, talented people that come from here. Um, but it's just cool to see people embrace that that exact mindset. Like yeah. we're gonna be able to, like we're going to be good at what we do, and yeah. you know, yep. come come together as a community. That's like a key mindset change, and all the good things that are happening. Sure. Yeah. Well, that we talked we, when we touched on that at the very beginning. The um, our tagline now: we sell Southern Ohio. It's let's not get outside our box, our comfort area, mm. our area, um, and just identify where we are and be really, really good mm. within that area. Mm-hmm. So I think we've just. We've come across that maybe three times so far. Yeah. That, that same mm-hmm. uh, topic or theme. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's like the whole, I mean, that's the coolest thing about the podcast is I know there are exceptional people here, but just getting to uh, sit across from you guys and all the other guests and to like really learn more about uh, how many people we have here that can help our city succeed and help right. each other succeed. It's just yeah. really cool, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so speaking on that, if you had to, 
I give advice to any of the entrepreneurs listening, trying to get up in the game and whatever uh, they love, you know what I mean? That thing that yep. they want to excel at here, whether it's selling peanut butter or houses, sure. like uh, how, how do they do that? What would you say to them? Be passionate about Be it. Be passionate about it. Yeah. Because if you don't love what you do, if you're not passionate about it, and like what you're just saying, we sell Southern Ohio. We're passionate about this area, mm. and um, which ties into house selling. It's just a trickle down, but it all comes back to being passionate about something. Mm. So I think that's important. Yeah, I think because passion, I think, um, I said earlier, I never have the same day twice. Um, passion kind of drives me every day. It's your driving force. Um, so I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah. I think <laughs> passion is the driving force. And I think real estate gives us a kind of a path where we never have the same day twice, which is kind of that in itself that. kind of drives me as well. Mm. I never get yeah. uh, bored. Yeah. yeah. I never get bored. Yeah. Every, sure. every day is a new day. Every day is a different day. Um so I, and you I like wake that. up like, so what's today going to bring? What's today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's today? You know, it's not, man, I got to, I got to get up and go do this. The first thing is, what do I get to do today? Yeah. You know, yeah. it doesn't, it's not a job. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a job. Mm. It's yeah. just what I do when I get up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do love that idea and concept that you all are applying that like, even in a, in a city of. I mean, Southern Ohio is bigger than Portsmouth, but even in an area this small, like in scale with the rest of the world, there's so much opportunity and abundance of opportunity and room to be creative. And it's interesting and unique sure. and, you know, um, that you can really take interest in an area like this every every day. It says a lot. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, where can we find you all online? www.rutmanburnside.com. Facebook. And Instagram, and look for the RBRG. RBRG. <laughs> We're condensing. <laughs> We're in the process. I know. I like the acronym. That's yeah. good stuff. Got <laughs> <laughs> to be a little bit of a mouthful. That's something we've learned. <laughs> Rutland Burnside is a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah sure then you sure. add a realty group. Or yeah. Realty. yeah, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> well, thank you both yeah. so much for spending time with us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Take care. Thanks for listening, everybody.